0: This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australians love immersing themselves in water activities, but often in summer, tragedy strikes. Many new Australians aren't aware of the dangers of being in the water. So how do you stay safe in the water? summer can be a frustrating time for lifeguards on our beaches. Language barriers can hinder their efforts to convey important safety messages. In the past decade almost 1,000 drowning fatalities have been recorded. On Queensland's beaches nearly half of all drowning deaths are migrants or international visitors. Royal Life Saving Society Australia have identified those from Chinese, Indian, South Korean and Malaysian backgrounds as being at high risk. Surf Life Saving Queensland recently launched a multilingual water safety booklet to help lifeguards communicate with swimmers from non-English speaking backgrounds. Chantelle Fife is the coastal safety officer who helped launch the trial.
1: The trial is actually going really, really well. We only just introduced the book for the first week of summer and our dawn patrol down on the Gold Coast actually utilised the booklet to speak to about 15 Korean uh, people who were actually going in to enter the water and they could easily communicate to the official to say that they're not allowed to swim in this spot, that they need to swim between the flags and directing them down to that safe place.
0: Australia has over 11,000 beaches but only 4% are patrolled. Chantelle Fife says non-confident swimmers should only go where lifeguards are on duty.
1: The main things when going down to the beach is finding the flags and swimming between them, but as well also swimming during patrol times. So that's a big indicator where we want to swim when there's a life-saving or a lifeguard service down there and only actually swim at patrol beaches. You're guaranteed to stay nice and safe and if you have any troubles or you do get stung by jellyfish, you can come up and see the lifeguards or the lifeguards and they'll help you when you do go down there.
0: More people die from being caught in rip currents than those attacked by sharks, taking 21 lives per year on average. Sydney University's School of Geosciences Dr. Jack McCarroll says it's vital to learn how to identify rip currents.
2: Looking for a rip current, standing up high, looking for the dark areas where there's no wave breaking. They're narrow, fast flowing offshore flows from the shoreline towards. Are offshore where the waves are breaking and most commonly the reason uh, we, we find rip currents is uh, in channels between shallow bars so you get more water uh, coming onshore over the bars as waves break and very simply what's happening is that water gets pushed onshore and it runs back out through the deep rip channel.
0: Dr McCarroll warns swimmers to avoid rip currents by only going to patrolled areas.
2: Look for a place to swim where the waves are going to be as small as possible because the waves are the things that force the rip currents. So the bigger the waves, the stronger the rips, and it's just more dangerous to swim anyway in in larger waves. If you get into trouble, if you notice that you're being taken offshore and you realise that you're you're caught in, in a rip, is to simply put your hand up, Stay afloat, get somebody's attention and try to remain calm until until you're rescued.
0: Rock fishing is widely regarded as the most dangerous sport in Australia. A study by the Royal Life Saving Society New South Wales Branch found there was an average of 17 drowning-related recreational fishing fatalities per year over the period 1st July 2000 to 30th June 2007. In New South Wales, rock fishers of Asian backgrounds represented 59% of all rock fishing related death during the same period. Craig Roberts is the National Manager for Aquatic Risk at the Royal Life Saving Society. He says rock fishing can be very dangerous.
3: Persons who want to participate in rock fishing uh, need to do so and get the right safety equipment and ensure that they're the right location. Simple things like telling a friend and going with a friend of where you're going, making sure you're wearing cleats or the appropriate footwear, wearing a life jacket at all times, not just when you're in the water, but also on the edge of the water when you're fishing. But if you do fall in, you can stay afloat until emergency assistance arrives.
0: Craig Roberts says fishers should always do safety checks before they go out.
3: Making sure what the weather conditions are, uh, both uh, from, uh, from a meteorological point of view but also from a surf point of view or from a, an ocean point of view, rock fishing is a, a sport that the tides and the waves are one of the key factors that drag people into the water um, causing death and drowning.
0: It only takes a few seconds for a rock fisher to be swept into the sea. Prior to drowning, there is also the danger of being smashed against the rocks. Dr Jack McCarroll warns enthusiasts not to be deceived by seemingly calm waves.
2: It is certainly a very dangerous sport. It's advised to uh, look at the wave conditions before you go out and make sure the waves are below a certain level, say one to one and a half metres. When the waves are large and clean, the sort of big waves that surfers like, you can get breaks between the waves where they're they're flat for a while and then they get very large every five minutes or so. So those type of days where the waves are very large and clean can be particularly dangerous for rockfishes.
0: But it's not just the beach where swimmers get into trouble. Craig Roberts from the RLSSA says rivers are the number one locations for migrant drowning deaths in Australia.
3: It's often the the calm still waters above uh, the river um, that look like it's safe, but it's, it's usually underneath the water. Snags, trees, branches, things like that underwater, as well as your rip currents, which are often quite dangerous and are, are causing accidents and people to drown.
0: He says always assess the surroundings before swimming in the river.
3: One of the key things is to, to make sure you walk in the river. Ask the locals about what is the dangers of the rivers. Be aware that there are dangers underneath the, the water. Wear a life jacket, learn CPR and always swim with someone else.
0: While it's essential to be informed about the beach or inland waterways, it's just as important to know about pool safety. With the recent drowning of two Sydney toddlers, Royal Life Saving Society are urging parents to actively supervise their children at all times. Craig Roberts also encourages everyone to learn CPR skills.
3: An important factor of of saving anyone's life is getting early access to the person who, who is drowning and then the next step is early CPR. We'd encourage everyone to obtain a CPR certificate and learn CPR skills. It may be your family or your family friend who you may have to save one day.
0: Whether you're young or old, learning swimming, water safety and basic rescue skills can make your summer even more enjoyable. Royal Life-Saving Society offers CPR training across the country. The Settlement Guide on Water Safety was prepared by Amy Chien-Yu Wong and read by Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.